This is Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. This is Derek Rose of the Conscious Resistance. I'm here in Standing Rock. That man is wanted in five different countries: Chile, Argentina, Brazil. We've been fighting a long time, and we've all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. Don't you fucking tease that horse! You are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. Above all, stay alive. You have no idea how important you are. Hey everyone, this is Derek Bros with the Conscious Resistance Network, and today is Sunday afternoon, and I am doing this Sunday afternoon short but important video for all of you tuned in. I appreciate everybody tuned in right now, and uh, we're going to talk about monkeypox pox for a little bit, and I encourage you to listen because I'm going to focus on some solutions. We're going to get to some solutions, but first, before you do that, I want to remind you guys, if you enjoy my work, if you want to follow my work, continue to follow my work. I encourage you to bookmark theconsciousresistance.com. That is the home for all of my content where I've been producing all of my work for uh, decades now. Well, over a decade, not decades, but one decade so far. And um, yeah, that's where you can find this report, everything that I'm going to cover today, including the latest announcement by the World Health Organization. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk all about that is at theconsciousresistance.com. That is where you can find everything that we're going to share today. And I want to mention to you that the main reason I'm feeling compelled to do this work and to talk about this subject, excuse me, this subject of monkeypox is because of the insanity that we've lived through over the last two years of people having us or attempting to tell us to be afraid of everything going on around us. And it's not about whether or not you or I have a medical degree. It's about common sense. So if you go to theconsciousresistance.com, everything that I'm going to cover is already listed here in this video, this post, Monkeypox Now, Public Health Emergency, How to Prepare for What's Next. And I don't mean prepare for the potential to get nasty blisters on your hands and face and body, which is what monkeypox apparently does. That doesn't look like fun. I'm talking about how to prepare for the government's response to this, to the government's responses around the world. So bookmark theconsciousresistance.com. That's where you can find all of our content. You go to the front page. You can check out um, articles, interviews, documentaries, books I've written, presentations, and so much more. So check that out at theconsciousresistance.com. Now, as far as our first focus, yesterday, the World Health Organization uh, chief and their, you know, their team, they announced that they consider monkeypox to be a global health emergency. Now, this is not the same thing as calling it a pandemic. So we haven't quite reached that level just yet, you know, where they're going to say that this is a pandemic. And so we need to take all the appropriate measures. But for those of you who've been following this, like myself, and I'll show you guys in just a moment, or again, if you go to the Conscious Resistance and look at our latest post, you can see this video I did a couple months back. Uh, this is back in, so over a month ago, June 4th, at the beginning of June, what the monkeypox simulation tells us about the next pandemic. Today's video is going to sort of pick up on that. But Tedros, the World Health Organization director on Saturday made an announcement after the health agency expert committee, they said they couldn't reach a consensus on whether to apply the highest level of alert to monkeypox. So the U.S. government's also considering this. It says the Health and Human Services says we're looking at a public health emergency. We might invoke. They're considering options, right? So it's, again, not the highest level being called a pandemic, but a public health emergency 
the level just below that. And this means they want to start getting resources together, calling for vaccines and things of this sort. So let me go ahead and show you my Twitter account. I was talking about this yesterday on Twitter because, you know, the other thing is the World Health Organization was meeting this week. And there seems like a couple of months back, there were more people talking about the whole um, pandemic treaty thing. Well, did you know, sidebar, did you know that they were meeting this week, not only to discuss the monkeypox thing, and here it is, you, you can see that uh, it, there was a press conference for it yesterday where they announced all this. All this is linked in the video. Um, so not only were they getting together to talk about monkeypox, but they were also getting together to talk about that so-called pandemic treaty. And I, as I tweeted out here, uh, this is what Tedro said. The importance of a legally binding instrument cannot be overstated. It will be our collective legacy for future generations. And that's straight off the World Health Organization's website, their media advisory that they sent out Thursday. So they're working on this legally binding so-called pandemic treaty, while at the same time now telling us that we need to be prepared and, and concerned about um, uh, monkeypox. And here it is, just if you need a little more evidence, World Health Organization's own Twitter account. Member states agree that the new instrument should be legally binding and contain both legally binding and non-legally binding elements. That's the pandemic treaty they're talking about, right? I also talk about how you already got people like Peter Hotez out there shilling on CNN or on NBC and elsewhere saying that the best uh, you know, solution to monkeypox is, of course, a monkeypox vaccine. And you know, we need to be prepared for this, right? And you know, maybe you're thinking, there's no way, like, you know that they can have this many amount of monkeypox vaccines around yet, right? I mean, because monkeypox has existed. This isn't a completely new thing. But let me just show you an example of how this propaganda is reaching. Uh, it's it's picking up. Monkeypox in Houston. This is where I'm originally from. Houston. Now they're, you know, they're saying just in the last week, they've been trickling. This has been trickling. And I talked about this last month in early June, how I was seeing the signs already. And let me take you to my Facebook page. This is also on my Telegram account where I tweeted out, shared out the press release from the city of Houston. They sent out earlier this week announcing that the monkeypox is something you need to be paying attention to. And so they said, the, the this is what they told the, this, the city. Monkeypox is in Houston. Now the Houston Health Department receives monkeypox vaccine shipment. And it said Houston Health Department on Friday received the shipment of 5,000 doses of the JYNNEOS monkeypox vaccine the department will retain 3,500 doses and provide 1,500 to the Harris County Public Health. People who are contacts or presumed contacts at high risk exposure will be prioritized for vaccinations. And it goes on, uh, the delivery of these will be allocated by the CDC and allow more vaccine to become available for Houston Harris County residents at the highest risk of disease. So they're already talking about distributing vaccines in the city of Houston. They're already on the news media uh, let me see if I can go ahead and pull that image up. I don't know if you guys saw the image that I used for this video. It's just a, a screen grab of, I, I searched this morning. I just decided to search monkeypox, right? Like, cause this is interesting guys. It's interesting to note how things can change from one day to the next. And you might not be hearing anything about monkeypox and the next thing it's everywhere, right? Here's, this is just searching on the CIA's Google platform who declares monkeypox global health emergency and it's all over the network's highest alert over outbreak hhs considered declaring monkeypox cdc confirms first two cases of monkeypox in children just like that boom just magically appears here right it's just so crazy that this can just pop up like this and i know that people say like this happens before the elections 
if you think this is just a Democrat versus Republican kind of thing, I think that you need to think deeper about it. Now, I will say doing it during an election period is a convenient time to pump up the fear porn because you get people from both sides who might typically wake up and question these systems like, well, this is why we need to get the Republicans office because those darn Democrats or, you know, the people from the other side are like, this is why we need the Democrats because if we don't have the Democrats, they're not going to, uh, the Republicans aren't going to take this serious enough and we won't get our vaccines, right? So you got to think beyond the left-right paradigm. It, of course, the election is a good time to ramp up the fear, the paranoia and get people fighting each other division i think that's what it's more about than it is like oh the democrats are coming after the republicans uh i think it's a little bit deeper than that but let's go ahead and talk about this what does this mean now we are now at this point i did this video a month ago a month and 20 days ago what the monkeypox simulation tells us about the next pandemic i'm going to encourage you to go watch this video as well that's why i'm keeping this one short this is more like a hey guys it's happening i told you this might happen let's go back and, and do a refresher and this video from june 4th was based on this article i wrote called no regrets a 2021 monkeypox simulation predicted 270 million dead lockdowns mask mandates and social distancing yep and that's because my friends similar to uh where we were at you know just a couple of years ago where we had no idea about uh, event 201 we had to learn about that later well now we're in a position where once again we're being told there's something starting to spread some virus some illness and once again this illness this outbreak we're being told is starting to happen is predated by a simulation predicting this very thing would happen so I mean, these people are just the most lucky people in the world. I know like the mainstream answer is, well, Derek, you know, people like Bill Gates have been warning about this for years. So, of course, they put resources into this. And why wouldn't they want to run simulations and exercises so they could see if this is a good idea and how to handle it and all that kind of stuff. Right. You could you could argue that it makes sense to one level. But the amount of co coincidences is, is just over. You know, it's too much to imagine that uh, it's all just accidental. The reality is that we, my friends. In case you haven't quite got this one, let's uh, hone in on this for a minute. We are being held hostage by a cartel of psychopaths, psychopaths who control the medical and scientific establishment, psychopaths who've gained control over the media, over academia, over the corporations, and of course, over the government and other various mechanisms. This is something that I talk about in my 16-part documentary series, The Pyramid of Power. We have released uh, 10 episodes. 10 episodes so far, 11, chapter 11, hopefully coming this, this next week. You can find that at thepyramidofpower.net. These people, this cartel, cabal, whatever name you want to give them, I hate that phrase because it's association with QAnon, but it fits. These people have been gaining control over various mechanisms and various pieces for quite some time now. And they have allowed themselves to get to this, but they have, we have allowed them to get to this position where People like Bill Gates, who's the number one funder of the World Health Organization and also funds most of the world's international health organizations and has been getting his grubby little paws in Africa for quite some time, where these people are promoted as the heroes and they have created this infrastructure where you might think it sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory, but yes, people like Bill Gates are funding the media. They are funding the pharmaceutical companies. The pharmaceutical companies are funding the media. People like Bill Gates are buying up land. They are talking about things like population control. Uh, they are funding the vaccines. They are funding all these programs, right? And it's through this 
that they start to gain influence. And there's even in the World Health Organization something that's referred to as the Bill Chill, where when Bill Gates is around, people are afraid to kind of, uh, you know, speak up about it. People think that maybe, you know, they'll lose their funding if they speak up or speak against Bill Gates. That's just one example. Gates isn't the, you know, the top of this pyramid or anything. But I just want you to understand for those who might not get this yet, that we are dealing with this. And the reality is that until we continue to submit to this, because we are submitting, they're going to keep bringing up a new pandemic, a new outbreak, a new pandemic, a new outbreak. And, and it's going to keep happening. And I know my friends out there who say that the viruses don't exist, that you say, well, this is why we have to question that narrative. I think there's reason to question that narrative uh, for sure, because we need to question all these narratives that have been fed to us since we were, were little kids, right? I mean, because there's bigger things going on. And then the final thing I'll say is that, look, every piece of this puzzle is about the Great Reset, though. That's what this is all about. The Great Reset you know, you can talk, you can get distracted by the Ukraine war. You can get distracted by the abortion fights. And I'm not saying that these issues don't have validity or, you know, value and there aren't people affected by them. That's clear. That should be obvious. But everything that's happening is about the Great Reset and that desire by these psychopaths by the end of this decade to transform the world into their technocratic dream, our worst nightmare. Social credit scores, central bank digital currencies, digital identity, all you guys, you know, you know this. I think I rant about it enough. So we have to understand that that's what this is all about. If they have to use pandemics to get us to do what they want to coerce us and to, you know, use social engineering to get people to fall in line with what they want, problem, reaction, solution, that's what they'll do. If they got to use terror attacks, that's what they'll do. These people don't care. They don't care about human life. And this is something you need to accept. So I encourage you to go read this article and it's linked at theconsciousresistance.com and to see what I talk about because what they predicted, and again, just because they predicted in the simulation doesn't mean it's going to happen in real life. Not saying that. I wasn't even sure if monkeypox would be a thing. In fact, let me see. If you go all the way to the end of this article, I was sort of like ending on the note of like, maybe this is going to happen. Here's how I ended the, the article. Let's just read this. Are we in for more lockdowns and mandates? While it's never helpful to be consumed by fear and endless rabbit holes, we should absolutely be aware of these types of exercises, which often precede real world events. There may be little we can do as individuals to prevent these exercises from potentially going live, but we can take precaution to ensure our families and communities are as reasonably prepared as possible for any potential calamity. What matters most is that we continue to remain aware of the potentials swirling around us, waiting to be brought into existence, while we expend even more energy envisioning what we would like our future to look like. If we reject this world of endless pandemics and injections, we ought to spend our time creating the world that we prefer. So if we don't want to, if you don't want to hear about all the fear porn and you don't want to get sucked into this, then don't. But don't be ignorant. You know, I encourage you to at least read this article I wrote because it gives you the names and the places and the people behind this exercise and what they're about and their ties. And that's important information. And it also shows you that like for, you know, I show that clearly they've been building up this story for a while. You can go back to November, 2021, and there's talk of monkeypox in case it's necessary. And then it starts ramping up. And then before we go, you know, you can even go all the way back to Bill Gates in 2017 saying that there could be some new synthetic version of a smallpox virus released by terrorists, you know, genetically engineered to kill people. That's not what they're claiming yet. But who knows what they're going to say in the long term, right? And what the big thing to take away is that this simulation, what they 
came to the conclusion was that they should have no regrets and that instead of ac exercising caution like they might have done during COVID times, I don't think they exercised caution. They locked down millions of people. They they destroyed businesses, et cetera, but they believe they exercised caution. They're saying in the event of the next pandemic, they should have no regrets. That's literally, literally what they say in this document, that they should take a no regrets approach where they lock things down preemptively, shut businesses down, mandates, mass mandates, social distancing, et cetera. So if these insane people and if the health, you know, the health organizations of the world, health organizations of the world um, take the advice of the people who ran this simulation, then this could be a bumpy road. That is absolutely true. Is that going to happen? I don't know. But I think that the storyline is progressing pretty quickly here. So if you want to see everything that I covered here, go to theconsciousresistance.com, monkeypox now, public health emergency, how to prepare for what's next. And let me give you one more thing that you can do. You can visit freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org, which is a website for the Freedom Cell Network, the people that, I, that I've been working with and that I've been involved in since 2016. We're the people behind the Greater Reset activation. We are countering the Great Reset. We're building an alternative paradigm. Go to freedomcells.org, guys. You can't sign up yet. For the new site, which we're about to launch, so if you're not in there yet, if you haven't joined the 30,000 plus people from around the world who are using this to create more freedom in their lives and to find more people locally, sign up for this email list because we're going to launch August 1st, guys, August 1st. And in fact, I'm going to go ahead and show you while we're on screen here a little preview of the soon-to-be-released Freedom Cells website. We're seven days, eight days away from this. This is what the new beautiful just amazing website looks like. And there's so many things you can do. This is what you need to be doing. You need to join Freedom Cells as soon as possible. Come on here, create a profile. You can search using our maps to find people in your area to build local connections. You can add your community if you're trying to start an intentional community, or if you've already got a group and you want to join here and you know try to use the structure that we're trying to build, add yourself to there. We've got a calendar. You can use PGP for encrypted messaging. We're going to have a marketplace where you can list things. If you've got produce for sale, if you're dating, looking for somebody vaccinated, unvaccinated, things like that, you can do that all on this website. We're apolitical, nonviolent, solutions focused, local, and decentralized. This is the Freedom Cell Network. You can watch a video about it here. If you can learn more about it, it's going to be available in English, Spanish, German, uh, Dutch, and Portuguese and maybe French eventually as well. So check that out at freedomcells.org. The brand new website launches August 1st. I think it's going to be an important tool to helping you during these really crazy times. So yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoy your Sunday afternoon. This was just a quick report to keep you aware of what's going on. I have plenty of things coming this week. If you don't check my website regularly, I encourage you to, theconsciousresistance.com. I'm on Odyssey. I'm on Rockfin. I'm on DLive. I'm on Float. I'm on Hive. I'm on yeah, Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, I'm on Spotify. I have a Telegram channel. I'm everywhere. Find my work. Spread it as far as you can. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, my friends, remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free. Peace. Since 2012, the Conscious Resistance Network has been an independent media organization focused on empowering individuals through education, philosophy, health, and community organizing. We work to create a world where corporate and state power do not rule over the lives of free human beings. Our motto is leading by example and helping others in their pursuit of freedom. Visit theconsciousresistance.com to find our articles, documentaries, interviews, podcasts, books, and more. Remember, you are powerful, you are beautiful, and you are free.